You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. Hutton Security have been looking sideways at a pilot attempting to enter the radio studio for the last 15 minutes. His pass says, Studio 5 Access, Guest. They have tried reading it the right way up, the wrong way up, the wrong way around and upside down, but are none the wiser. They have inquired as to who would want to be a guest in that dog-forsaken pit of a studio and concluded that for the pilot's safety, they should remove all sharp implements from his pockets, clap him on the back and wish him good luck. As he steps into the studio, and before he has had time to be given a script, let alone a seat, those weekly words boom out. Holy cowabunga, Batman! Our mics are live! Good evening, Hodden Truckers from Studio 5. Once again, I'm Dick Chafing, and joining me in the studio, we have the usual mismatch of motley crew people from Hodden Orbital, our wonderful truckers. We have Norma Snuckers. Good evening. We have our special guest, our one-man rampage, the man with only one name and a big hammer. Hello, everyone. And, of course... We also have some news. Put and jump by a waste dump. Faction Stranger Danger as Protonator Wolf huffs. Barnard Star oh. goes hopefully crazy. You're next. Huh? Been a while. Hot box, box pops via hot sack news crack. The turn of it to Spit 60 and his trucker sucker attacker trucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the We're ra- on the rampage <laughs> And we have Norma's rolls with the goals. Let's get this kicked off. Bong number one. That's me. First tonight, about space madness. Is it the custodians this week? with a combination of lemon slicing in the void opal mines of deep space and the hunting of the minerals in the distant worlds expeditions rendering more than one commander totally space bonkers it's not just moving no, we don't mean a nice trip to Wolf 3-5 but full-blown seeing unicorns flying out your ass a psychedelic Montrone experience jelly experience complete with jelly and ice cream Oh yeah, right. Commander Draxor. Hmm, yummy. 
was last seen floating a number of kilometers away from Euskid Station and geometrically accurate and station-shaped fireways dumping ground in a cafe named Luton 145141. Local police sources state that the signals from her ship showed that she had strategically placed a number of seismic charges around the fireways processing units and with a gauge showing optimum yield she was attempting to mine the manure for nuggets. A number of sanitation engineers armed with a pair of wire cutters and instructions to cut the red wire. Don't cut the blue wire! And for those who are colourblind, that's a colour that's clearly different from bio-waste brown. And of course, not to be confused with Sagittarius Eye Black, which is a sort of brownie black with red highlights when you look at it in the white light. Well, anyway, they were sent to defuse the situation and this Charlotte Bio-waste didn't hit the Coriolis Hammer armed fan. All attempts to entice Draxor back from a safe haven to a safe haven with Centurion Megajin so far failed that she was last seen giggling like a schoolgirl in the backseat of a fake taxi, flying around the systems, messaging passing ships that she was gonna boil them up, and asking whether people knew that her ASP was in the top 1% of ASPs out there. Don't know it. We would like, like to reassure commanders that Euclid Station is 95% clear of explosives and therefore totally safe from premature detonation. Safe from muck spreading or leakage of any strange effluence. If anyone has seen a seismic charge line around anywhere, could they please put it somewhere safe, stand well back and do not shake it violently. Don't smoke it, use it as a footstool or even attempt to unclog cubicle free with it. Thank you. P.S. Anyone suffering with explosive bio-waste should remember to wash thoroughly using bleach and wire wool and take a couple of emodium. With everyone off preparing for the distant world expedition, take two, or out void opal mining, there was a minor panic at Hutton stations on Monday as progenitor Lyle Wolf, with the, gi- the ginger eyebrowed harridan of a mission-giving mother-, mother trucker, appeared to either have A gone missing, B, taking too many progenitor cells and completely changed. C, got a nice haircut, a facelift, and used some anti-aging cream and changed her eye colour. Or D, stopped talking to Commander Vantia entirely and sent, a, and sent a minion to do the job. On docking at a number of stations with, with complete mission, Vantia was contacted alter, alternate by... Start again. Vantia was contacted alternately by a faction representative with a nice bob. One called Bob, some Samuel L. Jackson impersonator, complete with sweary words, and what looked like a 16-year-old spotted intern on her first day. Coincidentally, all ship systems reported that Hutton influence was on an all-time low of 0% in all systems, pending boom. Nurse Wyatt gave Antien a thorough going over and afterward reported that he wasn't seeing things, or under the influence of in-call, or in fact, Lyle Wolf was quite simply far too busy to talk to him after he took the mickey out of her eyebrows. Late reports are that after Cecil intervened on behalf of our publicity officer, Lale has relented and instead sent Vantian to cover the galactic uber-engineered racing ship show at the Galantic Expedition Centre in Leesby. He's quite looking forward to seeing the latest concept boa, new neon paint jobs for the Type 9, makes them go faster, and the latest in noisy crate boost valves, which make you sound like you were going faster than you actually are. Oh, and whilst he's at it, 
she's also asked him to do a new few wing mission, assassination missions on his own for 5,236 tonnes of washing machine spares and give Cubicle 3 a thorough top to bottom, pun intended, clean. With the galaxy going mad for the fruits of opal mining, Hutton has proven not to be immune to the gold rush. With both Bard Star and Wise 0855-0714 experiencing pirate attracting investment fueled super void opal price hikes this week. And the first 24 hours of this rash rush for cash, over 1,000 extra ships arrived in Barnard's Star, giving the dockers more than a little hassle and leaving Lister I-69 with plenty of script material for the next dockers documentary episode. There are rumours that the pirate attack and the price rise go hand in hook, and speculation as to whether the pirates cause the price hike or the hike causes the pirates. The pirates were easily fended off in Wise 0855-0714 after they simply left in disgust at the decker at Yamazaki. Complete with skull motif, fake pirates and a docking controller called Jolly Roger. But Barnard Star, flush with cash for months of hot and trucking, splashed more than a little more than usual on a full void opal jump sheet and brilt combo for the entire population, taking it all back to Elton John era Earth. And no, we don't mean the aging tubby pianist. Phase, we mean the platform shoe special. If that mental image doesn't keep Tharg's minions at bay, the thought of a trillion tons of semi-precious stones being used as ammunition is enough to bring a tear to the eye of both the eight-sided menace and that of anyone who spent two years working their fingers to the bone and doing tricks for cash to afford their first anaconda. In unrelated news, spaceship sales have taken a massive slump in recent weeks with Sidewinders, Pythons and Anacondas being the only ships to have sold in numbers greater than single figures. Anacondas are now being sold with a free void opal bobblehead, void opal paint job, void opal rimmed bathroom mirror, void opal space toilet seat and void opal bathroom soap dispenser. There are rumours that there may even start being made out of void opals to keep up with demand. And even more unrelated news to the unrelated news we just mentioned, insurance companies are suffering a battering at the hands of pilots, as stations throughout the galaxy are reporting mass strandings, crashings, ship-to-ship collisions and oops I got stuck in the docking slot, oh dear I'm dead situations. Situation report from Marco 2612, Bamin and Star Juice Bar. It has all been very quiet in Hot Box this week. No one has triggered anything, rammed anything, released anything, offended anybody, blasted, prodded, or interfered with anything in an untoward fashion. An aura of sleepy calm has, has replaced a familiar sense of dread in Hot Box Command. During the low, we have settled into our new offices on level 3 low, of the lower rotunda. Our desks have been moved in and in, in, and a T6 full of old biddy chairs arrived last week from Nana Chairs Inc. So now everyone can work in comfort or doze off without falling out of their chair. All of the mugs have been scrubbed, commander's names on them, apart from the ones who like a dirty mug. You know who you are. The last of the holiday mince pies are waiting to be consumed before the mould gets out of hand and activates the biohazard alarm. I'm in my own little fishbowl office near the window and the coffee machine. I have my big feasty banker to keep me warm and my co-pilot commander, Commander Bellaboo, to wake me up if anybody comes into the office. 
Bobby Booby B is busy working away trying to bypass the profanity filter so he can rename some of his ships the way he wants to. Asylum is working away in an old comm unit at his desk next to the fire extinguisher. The light from the valve brings a warm glow to the office. <coughs> Short engineer's desk is gathering an impressive layer of dust. He has written gone to star one in the store so he may be out of the office for a while longer. Malice has come out from under his desk where he's been hiding from security. He still looks a bit twitchy but that may just be the creme de creme egg vodka. Mustang is doing his BR research in the corner next to a pile of worn out groinal attachments. Matty is on by looking for bigger lasers for his Corvette and a bigger Corvette to attach them to. Rebound, Rebound is still in that dodgy pub on the parade that sells a pint and a pie for one credit. Chaos is slumped in his biddy chair with a broadsheet sized data slate going through political reports and muttering to himself. The apology officer's office has been moved into the small room cupboard in the corner, as all the swearing and screaming was waking people up from their naps. Mia, Mia may or may not be in there. It's a Schrodinger's commander sort of thing. The blinds are closed and the office door is shut over as floor mopping guy is out there in his white spandex outfit again, and none of us want to see that. Wouldn't be so bad, but he doesn't actually work here. I've had to check the red light alert three times today, but it's still working. Maybe Hotbox has finally matured into a stable, sensible, and mellowed, out calm group of commanders. Just maybe. Good evening, trackers. Atrus5060 reporting in with the latest intel from Canon on the Thargoid Menace. Apologies for my absence last week. I was locked in a decontamination chamber for accidental exposure to a new life form found living in cubicle three. Last week, Cannon reported a number of systems reported to have a massive Thargoid presence. Thankfully, commanders across the bubble came together to help defend Atlas Pioni or Pleoni. Xelano for Frick say and Selano Ross five six nine five nine six and Nian. Oh, I remember my Nan. She was lovely. Anyway, I do digress. Many of these systems um, were defended in early in the week. However, one of these systems deserves a special mention. Last minute defense of Pleone, coordinated by those mad haulers over in Operation IDA and fellow Pleiades factions such as the Hive Hanks Alliance of Anti Xeno, Sirius Inc., the Anti Xeno Initiative, and many others all deserve recognition for going above and beyond to the last second to defend their home territory. They defended Pleione down to the last second prior to the galactic server maintenance, required to think all knowledge across human and occupied space. As always with amazing stories of heroism, there is always some bad news when it comes to Thargoids. Two other systems, HIP117960 and Bagustuk, Bagutsuk, Bag, bagot suck. Oh, sucks up again. Oh, skip that, does. Bagot suck. We're also infested and remain undetected by cannon until this morning. As a result, two more stations are now damaged and burning in both systems. 
The Pilots Federation of State Rescue Ships to the States and is requesting pilots in the area to assist with evacuation and emergency supply delivery. Furthermore, the Thargoids are keeping these systems under siege. Combat pilots are needed to push the Thargoids back in the combat zones, scattered across both systems to lift it. This week, Eagle Eye is reporting Thargoid infestations in Plainy Sector HR-W-D1-41, HIP-2843 and Madras. Plainy Sector HR-WD1-41 is home to Operation IDA, which has called on all allies to help in defence of the system. It is likely that there are other systems infested by Thargoids, and we suggest that all truckers keep an eye out for any non-human signal sources as you go about your business in the bubble. If you do find Thargoids in a system not listed tonight, please report it to Cannon or the AXI. Your mission this week, truckers, should you choose to accept it, will be to lift the Thargoid siege in HIP-117960 and baguette you suck, baguette you suck, baguette baguette you know what I mean, and defend Plady Sector HR-WD1-41, Madras and HIP-2843. Wing up and defend these system truckers. Humanity needs your help. Good luck out there. For the mug... I don't know what Lou means about. This is easy peasy lemon squirting. We're investment almost everywhere. No one has any major issues and we can truck to our heart's content. Well, that's me, easy. Oh, hang on. There's a few things. There's a pirate attacking Barnett's staff. Not them lovely singing pirates that we have, real mean pirates. The kind that grab you by the friendship drive and squeeze you until your opals pop out. If you don't want your cargo spilling all over the system like ketchup squidging out of a hot dog, you might want to drive them out sharpish. Feel free to drop over to Trepan if you like. The collective are getting a bit close, but not close enough to gooses just yet. As always, Colonial likes to copy the bubble. So they've sent their own pirates into Eel Cup, Eel Procul Centauri, and are in investment in Doriso. King Hanke reports that. <laughs> Reports that Tear is in a non-state. It just looks that way, but it sounds like a teenager describing his bedroom to his mum, so all he knows what a mess it's in. Basically, fight this pirate to the PC, truck in distant Doriso, and be very careful around Tear would be my advice. Two CGs this week for anyone who likes a bit of pew-pew. There's more about this and a little bit of that too, later. Hutton Orbital. The best years of your life are 100,000 light seconds behind you. Rampage 77, what does it all mean? Okay, so what would be useful this week is, first of all, is some bounty hunting in Barnard staff and put pirates in, so get in there and drive them out. Um, also, if we start looking at Colonia, we've got um, a few state changes there, so we're, we're, um, we're at 0.8% in tier at 10.5%. 
Um, we're down 4.5% in Doriso at 22.2%. And we're also down 1.5% in EPC to 30.3%. So really, we need some bounty hunting in EPC and Doriso. And we need those handed in at EPC. Um, other than that, we'd probably avoid tier at the moment as well. So that's that's what we could uh, we'd like people to get on with, please. What's going on in tier? It's a non-state at the moment. Oh, you want to try and keep it there? Nothing state, apparently. Okay. All right. And um, do you have any information in from the uh, hanky king of Colonia? That's it. That's Colonia. I think he's probably going to want to kill me after this. Capricorn, you are going on a long journey. Remember that dodgy McThargoid you ate in Seoul? Turns out that Thargoid was a real one and is currently impregnating your digestive tract. I give it about 80 minutes before a swarm of aliens bursts out of your body. You are 75 minutes away from Hutton Orbital. Can you make the medical bay in time? this week's Community Goals News. Uh, two CGs this week, the fight for Eupini Limited and the fight for Nova Imperium. The Empire has entered a state of conflict with the isolationist group Nova Imperium in the Parisa system. Senator Denton Patrius announced the loyal imperials of Eupini Limited have engaged the isolationists' illegal, illegal armada. We call upon imperial auxiliaries to support our allies and destroy the Nova Imperium fleet. Imperator Mordanticus, leader of Nova Imperium, has requested the support of the galactic community. Nova Imperium's survival depends on winning this battle. I urge all those who believe that Hadrian Duval should be Emperor to support us. The two factions have set out week-long campaigns to overcome their foes, which will begin on the 10th of January 3305. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at Dyson City in the Parisa system. And that's this week's CG News. Howdy there, truckers. There ain't nothing old Buck likes more to start his busy day here at Lake On Spaceways than something hot and brown. That's right, a good old mug of joe. And in the evening, when I head home, I relax with good old sipping whiskey. Now, Buck here knows these things ain't made in factories. No, sir. They're made by hard-working farmsteaders. If you're wondering how these hard-working farm types get their equipment and how the grain and beans get to my mug, let me tell you. It's delivered in a Lacon Spaceways Type 7. 
If you, like old Mr. Naked, need a barn with wings, you'll buy yourself one of these here vehicles. She's uglier than Cousin Peggy Sue, with a forehead bigger than one of my prized steers, and longer than one of old Buck's tails. But when you need to grind that coffee run, she has it where it counts. And for an extra 2,000 credits, we'll even attach them steer horns in front of your cockpit. Now you be careful out there. Them imperial types don't like you denting their toe tracks with your oversized forehead. But rest assured, the Type 7 from Lacon Spaceways will be the backbone of your next farm trip. Galnet News Digest, 10th of January 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, The Disappearing Actress, Thargoid Freeze Ray Fears, Furthest Rat Rescue Underway, Distant Hope. The Disappearing Actress. Consuela Knight is reported as missing after her luxury yacht arrived at an undisclosed starport with no one on board. The ship apparently stopped at the station as expected, but there was no further indication of activity. Security services sent to investigate report that there was no sign of any of the five crew members, who, according to the onboard computer, seem to have all vanished simultaneously on or about the time of their last hyperspace jump. All of the escape pods were found to be present and in good working order. There were signs of recent activity, including half-eaten meals and handheld devices seemingly dropped on the floor. Among the most lurid speculation is that the Thargoids, who seem to like collecting humans, might have discovered a way to remove people from a ship while it's travelling through the hyperspace tunnel. Independent newsfeed The Sovereign took a cheerful stance, stating that there was no reason to believe there were any survivors. Consuela Knight was on a break from publicising her new holovid, Revenge of the Marie Celeste. Thargoid Freeze Ray Fears There's been concern over a new kind of Thargoid shutdown field over the past few weeks. Unlike the previous version of the field, this new one gives no warning and no opportunity to fire a neutraliser. Its effect is also potentially devastating. All the ship controls of an affected ship lock up and it appears to the occupant as if time is standing still. The effect can last for a few seconds up to perhaps a minute, during which the pilot has no control and sees only a frozen view of space at the moment the field struck. When the effects of the ray subside, the pilot regains full control, and unless the ship was already in peril, there's no obvious damage. There's also no sign of Thargoids, which suggests that the field is being deployed at long range. The potential for the complete eradication of the human fleet is a clear and present danger, unless a countermeasure for the Thargoid freeze ray can be developed. Chief Research Scientist Commander Adam Woods is believed to be studying footage from 35 years ago in search of a solution. Furthest Rat Rescue Underway 
You may think it's a long way to Hutton Orbital, but that's just peanuts to Commander Deluvian Ray's Cruise, who is currently contemplating just how empty space is. From a stationary point, 65,788 light-years from Sol. The enterprising commander decided that it would be a good idea to supercruise away from Semiotis Beacon, the furthest reachable star from Sol, and keep doing so for a long time. A very long time. After 600 hours of flying in a straight line, 141 light years from the star, he was ready to return triumphant to civilization to claim his award as the most distant person in the galaxy when his fuel gauge suddenly lurched downwards by a notch, and he found himself stranded with insufficient fuel to jump out or to return to the star. This was back on the 25th of November 3304. Commander Cruz initially decided to accept his fate, but from the 14th of December he's been broadcasting occasional appeals that if anyone happens to be passing, could they please bring three tonnes of fuel... Finally, on the 4th of January, after receiving an official request for assistance, Commander Highway Warrior of the Fuel Rats decided to mount a rescue attempt together with four other Fuel Rats. A great deal of planning has gone into the attempt, with three ships refueling the others along the way and two Rat ships destined to complete the journey and deliver the necessary three tonnes of fuel. The five ships will between them set out with more than 4,000 tonnes of fuel. Due to the need for the cruise to rest, the supercruise journey is likely to take more than a month to complete. The Pilots' Federation is reported to be considering establishing a tourist beacon at the location of the rescue, because lots of VIPs are likely to want to see for themselves. Distant Hope With nearly 10,000 commanders due to set off towards Beagle Point on Sunday, there's been some positive news about the station that's to be established near the centre of the galaxy. Building the station will require raw materials to be mined, and that means explorers taking mining equipment. The station will be built fairly close to the bubble and will then be flown to its final location. The good news is that it'll have outfitting facilities, which means that explorers can store their mining equipment at the end of the first community goal and outfit with new mining equipment for the second community goal when they arrive at the new station's location. So there'll be no need to lug a load of equipment halfway across the galaxy. In related news, the planned mass jump of 10,000 commanders on Sunday night will be commemorated by the establishment of a mining settlement called Dav's Despair. There will be no materials available at this settlement, but commanders who venture there will be able to admire the pile of empty whisky bottles outside the habitation module. And if they listen very carefully, they might just be able to hear someone inside rocking back and forth and muttering curses under his breath. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Hutton Orbital Services. 
childcare. While you're docked up, why not drop the kids at Hutton Orbital Playgroup and Nursery? We look after them while you get things done ready for your onward journey. Book now and travel safe in the knowledge that if you forget your little treasures, we will keep them until your return. Or bury them. Travel. Hutton Orbital Tourist Board, helping you with your trip that takes a lifetime. Postal Services. Hutton Postal Service delivery dates for 3301, March the 16th and October the 3rd. Don't forget, guys and girls, that the cut-off date for posting Christmas cards to Seoul is the 14th of July. Insurance. Hutton Insurance Services regrets that it can no longer offer life insurance for death by natural causes. The number of families claiming after the recent Wonders of the Galaxy tour visit to Hutton Orbital have caused such insurance policies to no longer be economically viable. And lost and found. Hutton Orbital Orphanage for those children left behind. Sorry kids, they ain't coming back. Didn't say a good one. Now you're on the truck. All you gotta do is truck that truck. When you're a hunting trucker, if you can't turn a profit, then you're out of luck. It's for the mother that we fly all over the space. Point to two light years crossed at a hill of a base. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. Buckina. No, it's not. It's Buck. It is Buck. You can tell it's Buck with the way I'm speaking, because I'm a Texan. Yeehaw! And now I'm here to give you the Top Truckers uh, report. If uh, if you, you know, uh, want to be a Top Trucker, then you got to get this little bit of software installed in your ship uh, by going to hot.formthemog or hot.diggity-dog. But that one doesn't work anymore because that was one joke from about two years ago and that domain expired. But go to hot.formthemog and install the Hutton Helper in your ship and you may be appearing in this show next week. Ah, let's get on with it and our top trucker to the first category this week yee-haw is for the biggest uh, biggest greatest uh, um, special tacklest biggest bear um, exploration distance travel kind of jumpity uh, horny foot locker toad eggs biscuits pancakes uh, trucker and that of course with a massive just over, I close I can't the front there, with a massive 85,000 light years uh, and a bit and 943 jumps that took to get in that 85,000 light years is, of course, Commander Crim Shadow. Yay! Welcome, Commander Crim Shadow, to the halls of the Top Truckers. Uh, next in, we're going to go and talk about who is the sh... I know, well, it's unfortunate the cold's kicked in. And now... <laughs> 
We're the uh, shippiniest shippity shippity doodads. That's right. It is, of course, our best hauling trucker who hauled a massive 48,300 tons of crapola. That's Montgomery Python for you. Congratulations, Montgomery Python. That was a great job. Yay! <clears throat> now we get into our categories of the top pew pew commander. That's right. That's the commander that shot the most bad 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 bounty buggers in the universe with a massive 57,821,932 credits of moolah for his killing and murdering of the murderers, Commander Mezzarkurin. Congratulations to you, and well done. Next, we're gonna go back into the exploring for the greatest, massive, biggest, biggliest data dropping by a single commander this week. Well, the Mahasufif, 596,911,040 credits of exploration data cashed in in this last week by Commander Klopster. Congratulations, Klopster! What an achievement that one is! Now, riding on the Hutton Short Bus, the most passenger providing services, the Uber list Uber or Uberiest Uber driving passenger carrying trucker out there in the galaxy last week with another massive title total of uh, 5,293 passengers. It's Montgomery Python. Congratulations on your double billing this week, Montgomery Python. That's uh, half the amount of people you've been trafficking across that universe. Well done, you. Next is Mission Impossible. That's right, it's our missioniest, completionistiest trucker. And this is a new name on the top trucker list. Commander Spodge, splatting it in in this little part here with a massive 590 missions completed. Miss Lael is sure to be happy. And Alvin is sure to be happy. And that's uh, good, so congratulations. So, uh, yeah, well done, guys. You're all top truckers in my book. And I have to say that if you want to claim your hunting decal to stamp all over your hunting ship so that everyone knows that you are the filthiest, toppiest truckers out there in the universe, then you just drop yourself an email identifying yourself and what category you won. To I took part at HuttonArbital.com. That's where you need to go. Now, you want to hear your name read out in this radio here in this segment? Yeah, or maybe next week, maybe by a proper real tax on. And all you need to do is go to Hot.ForTheMug and download yourself a copy of the Hutton Helper. Full instructions are available one request. Then maybe you can take to some trucking. And, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe you'll be on this show next week. Who knows? Lake on Spaceways. Thank you for this. <laughs> denied by, denied any responsibility by Lake on Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxies to have a portable portaloo fitted as part of the Chris Bobbins range of ceramic thrones. <clears throat> Lake on Spaceways, top trucker. 
More likely to get out before you're... Nope, sorry. Don't behave yourself. Let's not keep pissing all over, Star Citizen. It'll be here one day. Uh, I bet they don't have a top trucker. How do I end this again? Oh yeah, I remember! Well, it's got more puns in it than Odie's pun book. Which... It's puntastic. It's pun. What a lot of pun. We'll maybe check in with Odie later on in the green room, but for now... Good night. From Buck. Standin' Top Trucker Presenter. Me, Kermit the Frog. I'll be back next week. Yay! <laughs> Get ready for DW2! Oh yeah! Good fun tonight!